I'm gonna need a five-star review. Five-star ride. I'd like to share with you one of our five-star reviews. Hey, five stars. Yeah, you heard that right. It's five-star review here on Fizz Radio on the Score 1260. Cameron is there with Brad Klein on this double game day, but we're going to take a step back from the action taking place later today. Again, a 4 o'clock football game against NC State for Syracuse and a 5 o'clock tip-off for Syracuse basketball against Colgate. Like I said, let's take a step back. Let's focus on five-star review and the recruits specifically because just a week ago, Brad, these five commits for the class of 2022 all signed their national letter of intent, which is great news, especially because of all the decommitments that Syracuse fans have had to suffer through. And yeah, so that, hey, if there's one thing to smile over, it's the fact that all five are coming to Syracuse as we know it. And all five are excited to come to Syracuse. That's a good, you know, a good bunch to be happy about, Brad. Yes, finally, it's etched in stone. I think Syracuse (laughs) fans have some PTSD based on some unnamed recruits that it wouldn't come. But now they're here. And it's okay because, hey, Jim Beheim says this is the best class he's ever had. So definitely is. Definitely the best class they've ever had. (laughs) For sure. For sure. (laughs) Okay, we we all know Jim Beheim's talking up this class because it's the biggest reason why he's choosing to continue to coach, or maybe that's just my philosophy, but that's not the point. The point is, all five are coming to Syracuse in 2022. No one knows the weapons that are going to stay in the next season. It could be Joe Girard, could be Benny Williams, depends on play and how everyone does. Now, I wanted to focus this segment on heading to our our website, orangefizz.net, and checking out an article by yours truly talking about these five commits and comparing them to players that are currently on the Syracuse basketball team. Why I think that's important is because we're watching this basketball team form as it is and you know making speculations on how these guys are playing, how these players are performing. So I think it's important to relate it to the most recent information we have about this team, which is this current team. So we're going to start with the first one, Brad. I just kind of want you to, you know, react to these, uh, you know, these comparisons. So again, our website, orangefizz.net, check out all our articles, especially our recruiting articles. Cameron is there with Brad Klein on five-star review on Fizz Radio on the score 1260. First one, I think this one's pretty obvious. Justin Taylor, I, I think he's, he's, sort of comparable to Buddy Bayheim. What are you thinking? Yes, I agree, but be careful. You're setting him up for failure when you start comparing him to Buddy Bayheim, and you have no choice if you're just trying to draw a comparison to anyone on the roster. It's going to have to be Buddy because it's the closest comparison. But he's not going to have Buddy Bayheim's success probably ever. Buddy Bayheim is doing unprecedented things at Syracuse, top 20 preseason player nationally at Syracuse. I don't think Justin Taylor's that caliber of player. That might be his style. Oh, so uh, agreed. But back in 2018-19, when Buddy Beheim first came to Syracuse, very slow start. He averaged seven points per game. So I'm not saying Justin Taylor by his senior year, if he's still here by his senior year, will be on that you know uh, a player of the year award watch list in the preseason. I'm not saying that. Of what course. I'm what I'm saying is play style. 
I mean, they mirror each other in a lot of ways. You know, the shoot first type of guard. I completely that agree. Can penetrate the paint. I- I'm looking at play styles, and I think Justin Taylor actually mirrors Buddy Beheim to a T. I complete. I completely agree. All I'm doing is rubbing the crystal ball and telling you what's going to happen is that he's going to get to campus. People are going to see Buddy Beheim on the quad, and they're going to expect Buddy Beheim on the court. It's not going to happen. Certainly not right away. And like I said. Probably not ever. And by the way, if he never accomplishes what Buddy Beheim already has, he can still be a very successful player for right. Syracuse. So that's okay. I'm not taking anything away from the kid. I'm just saying those comparisons are very dangerous. Make them because it's accurate, but be careful, Syracuse fans. That's not what you're going to get. That's not what he's going to be, but it's the closest thing. So I think that the best-case scenario for Justin Taylor mirroring Buddy Beheim is the longevity of him at Syracuse. If Taylor can stay for all four years like Beheim is doing, I think that's better than Taylor having the, you know, the quintessential success of what Beheim is having. So four years of Justin Taylor I think would be great. Now let's head over to the, uh, the point guard room and where Kadir Copeland will soon sit in 2022. And I'm going to say that Kadir Copeland, and this was a tough one, only because I haven't, I've seen enough of Kadir Copeland. I haven't seen enough of Kadir Copeland at, you know, in high, high level competition. I think he'll experience it at IMG Academy. I loved that for him, you know, going to there for his senior year to play with Taylor and company. I think that Kadir Copeland, right now, from what I've seen from him, is kind of similar to Saimir Torrance. I really see that because I don't know if Copeland will start off the bat because I do think Joe Girard will come back for a fourth season. And I think Kadir Copeland will be a great bench option that might not be able to shoot with the highest amount of velocity. And on top of that, do I think that Copeland can man the offense? I think he could be a good filler when the starter needs a rest. But right now... Kadir Copeland, in my opinion, is similar to Saimir Torrance. I see Saimir Torrance in that he's going to be a guard with speed that's going to come in off the bench when Gerard gets tired. I see that. I will say that Saimir Torrance is still going to be at Syracuse when Copeland gets here. Gerard's still going to be here probably. I see a very realistic world where Kadir Copeland redshirts his first year. Really? Yeah. I don't. I, I, I think that could happen. And, and it sounds funny because depth is already a problem for Syracuse. And I, I said that in my postgame article after the Drexel game. And you can even read that from one of our colleagues on orangefizz.net about the depth issue. It is an issue, and it's an issue at the guard spot. But I'm expecting Samir Torrance to pick it up. And when he does, even a little bit, that's going to be a big relief in terms of that depth abyss right now for Syracuse and Copeland might not be essential. I think that downside for Kadir Copeland is a Bryson Goodine type of role only because Joe Girard and, and Samir yeah. Torrance will most likely still be there in 2022. Now, I'll speed things up. We're going to run past one guy that I don't think many are, you know, are, are too high on because he came you know, when he committed to Syracuse, he was unranked. Me, Peter Carey, and this is in a developmental role, almost anchoring it down like Frank Anselm did his first year. Yeah, I could see that. I, I mean, well, Peter Carey, if, I think given the fact that he had no hype coming in, if they got an Anselm, they would be very lucky. I mean, think about what Anselm was 
out of high school. That's a four-star from Prolific Prep playing with Jalen Green, who's now playing for the Rockets. Anselm was supposed to be really good, and you've scaled him down. So Peter Carey is not supposed to be very good. What's going to happen in the same system? Is he going to scale down? What's going to happen there? Maybe he promotes himself. I'm a little wary of Peter Carey in any system. I'm very wary of him in the 2-3 zone, more so than I was of Anselm, and look at where that's gotten him. I think that if Peter Carey doesn't hit his ceiling or upside, he has a high possibility of turning into a John Bola jock. That's just my opinion. Okay, let's head over to another one, and this one I think is kind of obvious. Chris Bunch, best recruit, best commit in the class. It's Benny Williams. Has to be. His athleticism, his ability to get up and down the floor, his length, his ability. I think Chris Bunch is actually a better shooter than Benny Williams is. I don't think, obviously, the hype isn't there as much as it was with Williams, but I think it should be. Give me Chris Bunch almost mirroring mirroring what Benny Williams has done in his first year, albeit it's only been two games. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little cautious about that. I will say just because we haven't, we don't know what Benny Williams is. So to start comparing a player to Benny Williams is is strange. Athleticism, sure. Uh, frame to grow into, absolutely. So I see it there. I think Chris Bunch needs to be a rich man's Benny Williams, from what I've seen yeah. from Williams so far. I don't think the orange. This is assuming that Williams has a linear growth pattern, and for all we know, it could be an exponential growth come ACC play. He could take a huge step up. But if it's linear, then it's going to be quite a while before he's ready to do what Syracuse fans were hoping he would do, which is be the face of the team. So you're going to need Chris Bunch to step in and be that super freshman that everyone hopes for. And we're just banging our heads against the wall while a Hall of Famer in Bayheim tells us, hey, there's only one mellow. Syracuse fans just hoping for that mellow over and over again. And if you ask any Joe Schmo Syracuse fan on Marshall Street right now, who's the next Carmelo Anthony from this 2022 class, unequivocally, it's Chris Bunch. Yeah, out of this class. Not even a question. Yeah. Okay, so final one, it's Malik Brown, the last player to commit to Syracuse. And it kind of came... You know, out of or not the last player was Chris Bunch, but Malik Brown kind of came out of the blue. You didn't really expect him until we posted a couple articles and then eyes started to go on him. Now, Malik Brown, I have a few question marks next to him. I have no clue. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Malik Brown is a four that in high school played mostly the five and is better down low. He's okay in the pick and roll game. He doesn't shoot the ball from distance. So he's a four lingering toward five but he's six nine so it's in the college game he can't be that he has to be more of that stretch for weapon but he then can't shoot Syracuse hasn't had someone like that in a long while I have no one to compare him to on this year's team not this year's team but I do have an interesting comparison from a previous year I was thinking Marek Dolajai no no way. Yeah. Rick Jackson is going to have to be way wider than Marek Dolajai. He's going to have to be a bruiser down low. Dolajai wanted to be that, never could be that because he's paper thin. I'm thinking Rick Jackson. It's before your time. Okay. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, okay. so Rick Jackson, okay, at six foot nine, two forty when he graduated, by the way. So Brown has a ways to go. But if he can grow into his frame, Jackson played from 07 to 2011. This is a guy who was a bully. I mean, just an absolute bully down low. So 
He's going to beat you with his physicality. Malik Brown's not going to shoot. In today's game, you're right, Syracuse doesn't have a player like that on this roster. That's by design. I think Bayheim's bringing in Brown to be that contrast. We have a Rick Jackson reference here on Fizz Radio. That's a compliment, uh, by the, the way. That's right? a huge compliment. I know, for, for a guy that has so a lot of potential coming into college. On the other side of the break, we're heading out to the Twitterverse as Fizz Nation gets their word in here on Fizz Radio. This has been Five Star Review on Fizz Radio on the Score 1260. We're going to take a quick break. Cameron is there. Brad Klein will be right back with Fizz Feedback. <laughs> 